Welcome to Praying the Psalms, a daily podcast from Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. As the church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the psalms together each morning as a way to join ourselves together spiritually. We want to slow down, get a bigger picture of God and a clearer picture of ourselves, but most of all, we want to join ourselves together around the throne of the one who has joined himself to us. So if you haven't already, pull out a Bible and spend some time in Psalm 11. As we get into this today, I just want to say, as this journey through the Psalms so far has just been a rich, life-giving discipline for me, and I've been praying that you're feeling the same way. But one of the things that I've been reminded of as we've started this journey through the Psalms is, is how this book of the Bible is just packed with, it's just like a, a rich storehouse of just experiential knowledge and wisdom. As we're looking at the Psalms of, of David, you know, David at the different periods of his life was placed in almost every situation in which we can be placed today. And, and throughout the Psalms, David describes all the workings of the heart and how that relates to our walk with God. And so really, this is just like all such practical stuff and really helpful things for us as we just kind of walk the daily stuff of life with Jesus. And this has just been such a help for me and I, and I hope it's been a help for you. But as we come to Psalm 11, David likely wrote this psalm as he was under persecution from Saul, who Saul was just trying to kill him. He was hunting him down. And as we consider this psalm, David was just in this life-threatening situation, contemplating what to do. And, and really, this is just crazy how applicable this is to us today with like the pandemic that we're, we're living in right now. I mean, we, like David, are in a place where our lives, to, to some degree or the other, are, are being threatened. You know, we're, we're in many ways just completely out of control. We, we don't know what the heck is going on. And the question that, that many people are asking is this, is what do I do? What do I do? And if, if you look to verse one, there, there are many examples in the Bible of, of people who ask that question, like, what do I do? And, and their response is that they flee to the mountains. I mean, you, you have people in the Bible like Adam and Eve and Saul and Jonah and Judah and Peter, like these people that flee to the mountains. But, but as I thought about this today, like I, I asked myself, like, how should I, like a man of God, how, how should we as Christians re respond to, to threatening circumstances that we live in or we live through? And when we consider the Bible in answering this, the Bible gives us basically two choices that we can either flee to the hills or we can take refuge in God. And this is what we see in this psalm. And it's my prayer that after we're done talking about this psalm, that in just the, in just the minutes that we get to spend together this morning, like that this will be a help for us in choosing the right way forward in whatever difficulty and distress that we face, face. that today would be a day of just for us individually and corporately taking refuge in God. But as David opens this psalm. He, he says in verse one, in the Lord, I take refuge. And you, and you know, taking refuge in the Lord doesn't always mean like immediate escape from pain and suffering. Okay. That's not what taking refuge in the Lord means. And, and to understand this, I think it's helpful for us to see how David sees the Lord. All right. In, in verse four, he, he says, the Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. Okay, so David, like, as he's taking refuge in God, David's view of God is that God is just completely in control, that he's enthroned in heaven, and that in the midst of chaos, that God is not shaken 
but he's simply just carrying out his, his perfect plan. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't care. He, he sees us and he cares. He loves us, obviously. But he's, just, he's not shaken by all the chaos. And, and since God remains unshaken and just all-powerful, this provides us confidence in, in life as we approach like days of trouble. And this is what David had. And this is what he has as he's writing this psalm. This was part of him taking refuge in the Lord, that he knew that God would provide, that he knew that God saw him, he knew that God heard him, he knew that God loves him. And as he did this, it caused him to lean on God. Even in the midst of his fear, this is David taking refuge in the Lord. And as I was thinking about this today, you know, I started thinking about the song Rock of Ages. You know, some of you have probably heard that, but the, the song starts off with these words, okay? It says, Rock of Ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. As we consider God being a, a refuge, as David is doing here in this psalm, this is what we're talking about, okay? In many ways, we're, we're talking about hiding ourselves in Christ, that when we think about God being a, a refuge, we, we should think about ourselves being in the cleft of the rock of God's comfort with his, his hand like protecting us from evil and from threats and just like these situations that we can find ourselves in that bring about fear. And, and one of the places in the Bible that this makes me think about is in um, Exodus 14 with the, the crossing of, of the Red Sea. In that moment, like God provides for his people, he, he takes his people, he protects them, and he, he makes a way for them to have life. That This was kind of like God showing himself to be a refuge in this Exodus account, that, that God was, was giving the people a way out. God being a refuge is, is bringing about like a safety. He was causing his people to be safe. And, but even more than that, you know, one of the things that this psalm made me do today was, was not just reflect on like how God can keep me safe, which is emphatically true, but, but this psalm kind of made me like consider my life and, and really just confess my sin. And, and maybe you've read this psalm and you're thinking, okay, how did you get there? But let me just show you this. Okay, in verse four, David says that, that God sees and his eyelids test the children of man. He, and he goes on the verse, say in verse 7 that the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. And, and as I saw that little word righteous, all right, it caused me to really just pause and, and think about my life. Because the truth is, is like on my own, like there is nothing really good or righteous about me that on my own, the apostle Paul says in Romans 3.23, that just like you, that none of us can stand before God's righteous gaze. And, and on my own, like I won't be able to behold the face of God, but, but thank God for the life, the death and the resurrection of Jesus, right? I mean, it always comes back to Jesus that, that taking refuge in God is, is not just seeking God to protect me, all right? And to make me safe from external factors, which he does do, but God is my refuge is about him protecting me from something far greater than any external threat. It's about him protecting me from me and the consequences of my sin. And as I was thinking about this, you know, on, on one hand, then taking refuge in God means hiding in Jesus, where there's both safety and salvation. But listen to this. Taking refuge in God also goes like a step further, and it means me living a life of just holiness and, and righteousness in, in the midst of a chaotic world. 
just me being completely devoted to God in the midst of, regardless of, of my situation and my circumstance. Because in verse three, when David says, like, listen to this, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Guys, here's the answer is we, we, we can run to God enthroned in heaven. And we like David, we can take refuge in him, not just for protection, but for the sake of, of imitation. Okay. Because in, in verse seven, David says that, that God loves righteous deeds. And we need to remember that God loves righteous deeds and that he has created us in Christ to walk in them. We see this truth in, in Ephesians 2.10. And, and so this caused me today to confess like all the ways that I failed, all the sin in my life, knowing that, that what we see in 1 John 1.9, that I can come to him and confess this and he will forgive me and cleanse me and allow me to imitate the life of Jesus as I navigate my life. Because this is kind of what my thought process was. And so God is our refuge. He, he protects us. He, he redeems us. And he equips us to display righteous deeds. And for me, I'm, I'm praying this psalm and, and asking God to allow me to believe this and to live this out. And so you just pray with me. God, help me to, to stand strong in you in the midst of difficult, challenging things that can even approach my being today. Help me to know that you'll never fail me, that you're with me, that you, you are a cleft that I can hide in to find safety. And, and God, help me to know that my security is in you alone. And God, would that well up in me as worship today? where I would worship you with my whole life today, Jesus. You're worth it. And Father, empower me through your presence and your power to live righteously before you and before a watching world. Let me live like Jesus and to continue what he started until I do what David said in verse 7. See your face. I long for that day, God. I love you, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.